0: good morning family how are you feeling today Morning, good. delicious weather right good morning and we are praying now to our good Lord God Almighty God Lord Father precious Lord we thank you for this day we thank you for the privilege of being alive we thank you for the privilege Lord of being together here this group of people Lord that we all know how much we need you and we are happy Lord knowing that you are such a loving Father. We come to you, Lord, with a grateful heart, ready, Lord, to worship you, ready to give you our songs of adoration. And also, Lord, ready to receive your word in the name of Jesus. (coughs) Receive our praises now, Lord, that we give to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
1: bye I put
0: my trust in you, Lord. I put my trust in you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in you. I put my trust in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Everything that we are, everything that we have, is for you, Father. And we worship you, we adore you, we surrender, and we bow down before you, Lord. Because we have decided to follow you, Lord. Jesus, our Lord. Thank you, Lord. May your peace be. Descend in this place, Lord, as we continue worshiping you, Lord. And that peace, Lord, will be reigning in our hearts. And we pray, Lord, for those who are listening and watching, that you will touch their hearts as your word will be released in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I follow Jesus, I follow. How many of you have an iPhone (laughs) and you have an iPad? Well, you need to have your I follow Jesus (laughs) attitude. That is what we should have, right? That is what we should do, following the Lord all the time. I'm going to read this passage of the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew chapter 4, verse 19 The Lord Jesus said to them, Come, follow me, and I will make you a different kind of fisherman. You will bring in people, not fish. How many of you like seafood? Oh, we love seafood, right? We like salmon, we like tilapia, uh, all kind of seafood, soups, ceviche, shrimp. Lobster, right? All that. Well, in, in the area where the Lord Jesus was ministering, there was a lake. And out there, there were several people that they were fishermen. So the Lord spoke to them and said, come and follow me. And I will make you a different kind of fisherman. That was an interesting statement, right? So those guys, including Peter and his brother and other fishermen, When they heard that, they thought, a different kind of fisherman. What could be that? (laughs) We are interested in that. You know, one of the things that you will find from the good Lord is how intelligent and brilliant he is. I mean, if you want to have an interesting conversation, read the scripture. Read what the Lord Jesus says. (laughs) Try to understand how the, the good Lord God Almighty is talking to us through the scripture. And you will see his wisdom and intelligence we just ate uh, a bite of the peaches here in the property right but think about food and all the different shapes and kinds of fruits that we have available today vegetables and seafood for example I love that when you are talking about reading the scripture and learning more about the good Lord you will find that pretty quickly How smart the Lord is. How intelligent he is. And that's why we follow him. Because we love the idea of following someone that is amazing, right? You don't want to, you you will never will be interested in following someone that is slow. You will be friends with them, right? (laughs) Hello, slow friend. How are you? (laughs) I love you, slow friend. But you will not follow someone that is slow, Right? The Lord is the king of kings, creator of heaven and earth. He rules the universe with the power of his hand and his intelligence. When he says, I'm going to show you a different kind of fisherman, he he meant it for real because he has so much to offer to everybody, especially the, the disciples in that moment. But he immediately told them, I will make you the kind of fisherman that will bring people in, not fish. And that was even more interesting, right? How you can bring people in, into what? So today, today you know, we are aware of the networks and how network systems work, you know? The referral system in businesses, right? And the discounts for this and that, and all those things that have to do with bringing more people in, right? But uh, the truth is the Lord God Almighty wants all of us, including you, my friend, who is watching or listening, the Lord wants you to follow him, not people. The Lord wants all of us to follow him, not people. We don't need to follow a politician. We don't need to follow an athlete. We don't need to follow a pastor. We don't need to follow a speaker. We need to follow the Lord God Almighty because he is the real deal, right? Now, we need to see some things here. When you are following someone, that person, you should admire him, right, for who he is. And, of course, you have to have respect for that person. Undoubtedly, that person has to be greater than you, correct? That is why it's so awesome to follow the good Lord because He is worthy to be praised, to be admired. He deserves our respect and gratitude. But for sure, He is greater than us. And thanks to His greatness in times of trouble, you can come to Him confidently. With total trust in the time of need, you can just go to Him and say, Father, I know You are the rock. You are my refuge. When you feel sick, when you are ill, when your body is aching, when you don't have enough money, when you are in trouble in your workplace or you have issues in your marriage, when you have all kinds of difficulties, you can just go to him because you know he is greater than you. That's why we worship him. Correct? Unfortunately, not everybody sees things that way. And here in our church, praise the name of the Lord. We see things biblically. We surrender to Him, right? But today I'm going to take a little bit of time directly to our viewers that you might not necessarily be that person that is connected with the good Lord, but you are watching or listening for whatever reason. And I want to tell you a couple of things here. First of all, I would like to invite you to take a look at this picture and tell me what is what you see that is wrong in this picture. This picture has... A military military parade, right? And we see here the general commander of the army. And we see here the captains or leaders, lieutenants, whatever. But there is only one soldier. <laughs> and you know what? That is exactly what happens in today's world. Everyone wants to be here in this area where the leaders are and in in the group of people where all the leaders and people in, pos, in positions of authority are. They want to be here. Who wants to be the soldier in these days? Nobody wants to do that. And you see that attitude in the workplace. is very, very sad. Unfortunately, but it's the reality. The CEO of the company is, after making so many efforts, evaluating possibilities for the company, makes decisions, and with his group of leaders, decide to go in this direction. And then you find that many of the employees are like this guy. They are the only one in the company who wants to follow direction. The rest, they want to be the boss. They want to be the leader. They don't want to follow. They want to be followed. You see? Now, we have to understand what is the dynamics behind it. You have to understand that. Why there are so many conflicts in homes? Because nobody wants to follow. Everyone wants to say, this is it. Why there are many problems, and even in a sports team, it's the same thing. You notice that? Everyone wants to be the captain of the team. And there is only one person that can be the captain. The rest must follow. But why is it? Why is it so difficult to people to follow? Well, let's see the root of the problem. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 5. It says, the Lord hates those who are proud. You can be sure he will punish them all. Now, I'm going to share with you a concept that probably will be revolutionary to you. And to so many people, and I am sure somebody, if not one, maybe several people that claim to know the word will criticize me for what I am about to say, but I'm not going to say anything other than what the scripture is telling us here. The Lord, what is the word that we read here? Hates those who are proud. Now, The idea that people are being selling for many, many years is the Lord hates sin, but loves the sinner, right? Well, be introduced to what the scripture says about it. The Lord hates those who are proud. All the breaks right now, right? What's going on? Explain that to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. I need to understand this because this is weird. I have heard that. I have heard that the Lord hates sin, but he loves the sinner. So are you saying the opposite, Gian? Is that what you are trying to tell us? No, I'm not trying to tell you anything other than reading the scripture in the easy-to-read version. You can find others. It says there is an abomination, if you like. Find it. The the truth is the Lord hates those who are proud. How can you connect that in your head with the idea that the Lord loves people? Well, the Lord obviously loves people, right? He loved so much the world that gave his only son, right? He loves the world. But if in the world, this is what you need to see. If in the world there is someone that is proud... That, it's a big problem between that person and the Lord. Because pride is something that the Lord cannot handle. You see that? So my friend, if you are watching, I want you to see that pride is a very dangerous, very dangerous virus. And the scripture says that the Lord will punish them all. Some of you maybe will agree with this idea, some of you probably not. But the ones that we agree with this idea are the ones that we suffer the consequences of being prideful. How many of us have lived that experience? We thought that we were the big potato, and then we found out that we were were just smushed potatoes, right? We thought that we were the big deal, and then we found out quickly that no, the big deal is the Lord, right? Because pride is a big issue. We need to see it as exactly as it is. Now, when we are thinking of people that we know, that we care for, and we know that they are having trouble with pride, you are dealing with this concept, well, the Lord is loving this person or doesn't love this person? No, the love of the Lord is, is always there. But you have to see that pride is a big issue. Pride is the reason why the enemy was cast out from heaven. Right? Let's continue digging into the scripture because this is beautiful. Proverbs 16, 18. Pride is the first step toward destruction. Proud thoughts will lead you to defeat. When we are thinking of how can I follow the Lord Jesus? Well, you have to understand there is a need to admit his authority. Prideful people don't like that. It's like the graphic the graph that I showed you earlier They want to be in the area where all the bosses are the supervisors. Nobody wants to be the soldier That's bad Pride is the first step towards destruction This is the attitude of a prideful person, right? This is what the prideful person thinks I am smart now those who follow Jesus, it's because they are slow people, you know. They, they don't have anything, you know, that they can feel proud of themselves, proud of themselves, you know. They don't have anything. They are not smart people. They are slow people. That's why they need to go to religion. That's where they find their spot, is what they say. Because I am smart. Talk to the hymn. You notice? The second thing that people that are prideful have, they, they, they think, they say, I'm strong. I can deal with anything. And you have to see that, right? And maybe you know what I'm talking about. Prideful people going from one problem to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, and they are being beat up by circumstances. And, and everyone knows that the issue is pride. And they say, no, I'm good i'm good because they think i'm strong i can take everything and of course they think i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing friend if you are watching if you are thinking this way let me tell you that is a very dangerous path very dangerous path i want you to please follow the conversation that we have here because the truth will come to you today The next thing that prideful people think is, I have my ways to get around. In other words, prideful people, they think, I don't need anybody, I can do it all by myself. Okay. Let me give you a definition of pride. Pride is the act of Refusing the authority of the Lord God in your life. It's refusing his authority. People thinking, I don't need God. I don't need the Bible. I don't need church. I don't need Jesus. I don't need none of those things in my life. I am smart. I am strong. I have my ways. I know what I'm doing. I refuse the authority of the Lord God in my life, they say. You see, that is pride. Pride is also when a person defiantly challenges the Lord. And it's horrible, but you have seen those cases, right? Maybe you remember the the movie Forrest Gump, Lieutenant (laughs) Dent. Lieutenant Dent, Lieutenant Dent, yes, sir. You remember that movie? Lieutenant Dan is in the top of that boat. You remember? And the big storm (laughs) is yelling at the Lord and says, show me your power. (laughs) It's it's something like that. And it's because people are hurting. The reason why people are defiantly challenging the Lord is because they are hurting. The reason why people are prideful is because they, they got hurt. They are hurting. And they don't know how to deal with pain. And they think that surrendering to the Lord is something that they cannot do. Because, of course, somebody is going to take advantage of them again. And they think, I cannot handle that. Right? They think, there is no way that I can do this again. All right. But I have news for you. The good news is this. That the Lord Jesus Is the specialist in restoring souls. He is the specialist in transforming someone that is prideful and is hurting and somebody that is messed up into a person that is useful in the kingdom of the Lord, a person that is beautiful in the eyes of the family, a person that is so wonderful that everybody loves. He can do that. That is his specialty. And I love that. And let me give you one example here. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. When the Lord Jesus was living that area, he saw a man, a man named Matthew sitting at the place for collecting taxes. And the Lord Jesus said to him, follow me. So he got up and followed the Lord. That is Matthew. Levi, his original name. Do you know... What kind of profession is that? Collecting taxes? Yeah, yeah. It's like working in the, for the IRS or the Hector, Hector County uh, Appraisal District or whatever, right? Yeah, it's just a clerk. No, no, no. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what is that profession in those days. In those days, that profession was not necessarily a decent profession like it is today to work for the IRS or the Hector District Appraisal County. No. In those days, that was a very known fact that they were corrupted. They were crooks. They were people taking advantage of others in a position of of authority, taking advantage of, of others. Hey, Jimmy, come here. I'm collecting taxes, they say, right? How much do I owe you today, Levi, Matthew? How much do I owe today to the empire? (laughs) How much do I owe? Let me see, Uh, and here's where the corruption started. They made a deal. Part went to the empire, part went into their pockets. It was bad. All the Jews hated them. How can you do that? You're awful. You're doing bad things, you're hurting us, right? Like today, we know how many people are selling drugs in in Odessa, right? We know how many people are dealing with drugs and into that business, distributing drugs, and it's bad. And this is hurting the society, selling drugs to little kids, giving samples, To high school students during the friday night party that's wrong (sighs) and after that those kids get into that vice and two years later they are drug addicts and they becoming what thieves bad people and they get into the habit some of them they can go to college and get a degree and get a job But you see them getting high all the time because it's a bad thing. Those are bad things that are happening in today's world, like collecting taxes in those days. Bad things. But even for those who do bad things like that, there is hope. Here is Levi doing all those bad things and the Lord Jesus walked by and said, follow me. And he left everything and followed the Lord Jesus. Isn't it beautiful? Wonderful to know that regardless the kind of life that people have, there is always hope in the name of Jesus. There is always a possibility to restore a soul. It doesn't matter if the person is involved in drugs or doing bad things, stealing things, or is involved in extortion. Or the practice of a a wrong sexual lifestyle. Or trying to steal the spouse from somebody else. Or doing all kinds of things. It doesn't matter. The Lord God Almighty says to all of us today, here I am with my arms open. Come back to me. Follow me. That's why there is nothing like the gospel to change a community, to change a town, to change a society, to change a country. There is no effort that any politician or any company can do. There is no way that all the money that people can have like Bill Gates put into a society will change a community like the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ because the gospel of the lord jesus christ really touches us deeply and changes us then is when we become his followers praise the name of jesus that is the hope the hope of glory matthew 16:24 then jesus said to his followers if any of you want to be my follower you must stop thinking what about yourself And what you want, you must be willing to carry the cross that is given to you for following me. One of the characteristics of a true follower of the Lord Jesus is not a selfish person. A Christian that claims to be a believer and says, I am a Christian. But you see constantly the self-centered lifestyle. It's all about me. Okay, I want to do this. I want to eat that. I want to get this. I want to do that. It's me, 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 me. That cannot be compatible with the life of a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. The true disciple has to carry that cross that is given for following the Lord Jesus. What is that cross? Well, everyone has a different cross, a different calling, a different challenge in his own life. But let's continue reading the scripture. Matthew 19, 29 says, everyone who has left houses, brothers, sisters, father, mother, children, or farms to follow me will get much more than they left, and they will have eternal life. Because it's a fact that when we are following the Lord Jesus, some people will disagree with us. You were such a nice guy getting high and getting drunk on Friday night. Now you are boring. We don't like you anymore, you know? You are now square. You are not open mind anymore. You are not cool anymore. That's, that's one of the results of following the Lord Jesus. You say, no, I'm sorry. I am not going to be part of that thing that you do those nights. You know, switching spouses. That's disgusting. How can you do that? Take your own wife to the men and his wife to you. That's horrible. And you have kids? No, I'm not going to be part of that. Call me square if you like. I'm not open minded for that. I want to do things right. And now the Lord is asking me to change. And that is the beauty of the gospel, that he gives us the strength to change. The one that was a bad guy now becomes a good guy. The one that was a bad girl now is a good girl. Girls that were sleeping around now, no, not anymore. They say, no, 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 you know, I was like that that two months ago. But I changed. I'm different now. I'm a good girl now. I go to church now. I'm listening to God's word now. I'm different. And when the person does that, the promise from the Lord is that everyone will receive much more than they left. And they will have eternal life. That's the promise for the follower of the Lord Jesus. He is always going to be much better in giving than the world. Matthew 5, 11, people will insult you and hurt you. They will lie and say all kinds of evil things about you because you follow me. But when they do that, know that great blessings belong to you. And that is the promise that the Lord is giving us. It doesn't matter how awful people can be to you because now you want to do things right. And they try to twist your arm. Oh, yeah, now you, you want to show a new you, believer, you know, clean cut. Just because you shaved, now you want to look clean. Come on, give me a break, buddy. I know who you are. Come on, let's get high there in the corner. Quickly. No, I'm not going to do that. Chicken. And then they start pushing you and pushing you and calling you names, insulting you. But when you, when they do that, know that great blessings belong to you. When people are mistreating you because you want to follow the Lord Jesus and do the right thing, great blessings belong to you. Now, you don't see that, right? You say, how that works because i feel awful <laughs> right now that people are insulting me on facebook i don't like it right now that people are saying all those things about me i don't see how that could be a big blessing blessings belonging to me when they are insulting me i don't get it people say but it happens right. because it is spiritual and it's going to be in its time That's right. proverbs 19:23 Respect the Lord, and you will have a good life. One that is satisfying and free from trouble. You know, that is the big difference between us who live in the light and those who live in the dark. Those who live in the dark, they are always in trouble. They are troubled people. You notice that? They are ill. They are broke. They are lonely. They are confused. They are problematic. They have troubles with everything. They are troubled people in the dark. Those who are in the light. The promise is what? Respect the Lord and you will have a good life, one that is satisfying and free from trouble. So you are not getting high anymore on Friday night, Saturday night. You are not drunk now during the weekend. You are not doing these things with all these girls anymore. And you are okay with that? Uh Uh-huh. I learned to respect the Lord, you say. I don't do that. I don't need that anymore. And my life is very, very satisfying. And you know what? I don't have any more troubles anymore. Right? No, my life is very simple, but it's very satisfying. I am happy. I am very happy is what we say in the light. The truth is we learn from the, wa- the one we follow, correct? We are with somebody that is smoking. If you, if you spend time with the smoker and you pa- pass time and time and time and time with the smoker, eventually you will start smoking. It happens. It's a, it's a bad habit. If you are with someone that, that uses a particular bad word and every five minutes, boom, here is the word, Boom, here's the word. Spend time with that person after two, three weeks. Then you will start immediately saying that bad word because you learn from the one you follow, the person that you are with. That's why we need to hang out with the right crowd. That's why we need to learn from the Lord because we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't put anybody in a pedestal. We need to be like such and such or such and such. No. We need to be like the Lord Jesus, right? We need to think the way that he thinks. And how can we learn that? Well, we learn it when we read the scripture. That's why this topic is called, I follow Jesus. I follow Jesus and I am going to learn how he thinks, how he acts. Because I want to be like him. I want to do the things that he does. That makes sense to you? Let's do what he says. The first thing that we have to understand is that we need to have a good heart. That's the core of the problem and the core of the solution. Instead of having those bad desires in our hearts, we will have good desires. That's why forgiving, letting it go, worshiping him, praying, reading the Bible, coming to church, listening constantly, constantly to Christian music and listening to teachings all day long, all week, whenever you have time. Try to be receiving constantly positive messages from the scripture to wash your brain, to hear the real deal, to hear the truth. So that way your heart will start to change. Your good heart will take you To good thinking. Oh, I see. I see. It's not all about this bad thing, you know, like some people, they think it's all about getting high or getting drunk or getting into sex with somebody else, you know, or making money in this other way that is wrong. No. Your motives are going to change because you are going to have a good heart, your thinking is going to change, and eventually your actions are going to be different, right? your heart changes, your thinking changes, your actions are going to change, because we follow the Lord. Listen to this, Proverbs 16:12. Kings hate to see anyone doing wrong, because kingdoms grow strong only when everyone is honest and fair. This is what the Lord thinks. This is part of God's word, this is what the Lord thinks. He thinks that anyone who is doing something wrong, we don't like him, especially leaders. The father that sees someone doing wrong in the house is unhappy with that child, right? The mother that sees a, one of the kids in the house misbehaving is unhappy because he's doing something wrong. The same thing happens in the workplace. The the supervisor seeing someone doing something wrong, the supervisor is going to be unhappy with that person. Hates it. Why are you doing this? I don't like that. And furthermore, our family, change the word kingdoms here for our family, grow strong only when everyone is honest and fair. You see that? Change it to your company. Our company grows strong only when everyone is honest and fair. So let's change our hearts. Let's change our thinking. Our thinking is leading us now to do everything in an honest and fair way. Let's be honest and let's be fair. That is the way that the family will grow stronger. That is the way that companies will grow strong. Because they are going to do things in an honest and fair way, right? So here's the leader and says, wait a minute. Somebody is unhappy here. What is the problem? Let's be honest. And they will speak with honesty. And the the leader says, I want to do things in a fair way. I want to be fair with you. But also the employee will say, amen, chief, I want to be fair with you too. I'm not doing the thing that you told me to do, and I'm sorry. I'm honest with you. You see? Honest and fair. That is the way that a group, whether it's a church or your family or your business, is going to grow strong by acting in an honest and fair way. Proverbs sixteen twenty: Good things happen to those who learn from their experiences, and the Lord blesses those who trust him. You see, that is the difference in between the believer who is listening and learning and the fool. The fool is the one who never learns. Lives the same experience again and again and again and again. Broke, 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 and broke, and broke, and broke, and broke. 10 years, broke, broke. 20 years, broke, broke. Woof. Relationship, 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 and on and on and on. Listen to this. Church and church and church and church. (laughs) City and city and city and city and city. It's just changing things. But listen, good things happen. Do you want good things happening to you? To those who what? who learn from their experiences. There is nothing wrong with making mistakes, guys. That's human. <laughs> Hello. That's human. There is a mistake in the bulletin. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm going to show it in the camera. Because in this particular section, there is the word You missing here in the pink box at the end. Great blessings belong to you. Quotations. Please put it in your bulletin. It's a mistake. We try to do things accurate. But hello, we are humans. All of us make mistakes. But good things happen to those who what? learn from their experiences and the Lord blesses those who trust him because once you see the mistake what you have done that is wrong if you my friend listening and you have been in that experience of getting broken 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 broke from relationship to relationship to relationship from church to church to church and on and on it's the time for you to learn from that experience it's the time for you to take a notebook and grab one of the Victory Church pens. They are very good. Get your Victory Church pen and write the lesson that you have learned. What is what you have learned in the last year of all the mistakes that you have made? Write them down because the Lord blesses those who trust in him and learn from their experiences. Once you learn the experience and you say, oh, I see. I see that was a mistake. Lord, but I'm going to trust you. I'm going to do things your way. Remember, I changed my heart. I changed my way of thinking. I changed my actions. Okay, Lord, I'm going to do it the right way. To be honest and fair. Isn't it beautiful reading the scripture? Don't you get excited to hear these things and you're like, whoa, that's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. I love your word, Father. Proverbs 16, 24. Kind words are like honey. They are easy to accept and good for your health. Even though, uh, guys, even though sometimes we feel that the preaching or the teaching could be rough and tough, right? Sometimes it's like, Gian, you are too mean. You are talking to me. You are talking to me, right? You are talking to me. No, I'm not talking to one particular person, guys. I'm speaking God's word. But sometimes we feel that way. But the truth is that We are going to always respond better to a kind word, right? Because that will be easy to accept. But that takes us to another concept that I want to share with you today. What is the difference between confronting people and condemning people? Confrontation is something that some people hate, right? Oh, I hate confrontation. You know, this person parking my spot, I won't say anything because I hate confrontation. I'm gonna park somewhere else. You know, the company gave me this extra bonus and they're going to give me $100 extra, but you know, HR is not doing anything and I hate confrontation. I'm gonna ask for that $100. And when that, since since when is this happening? Six months ago. So $600 and you are not going to get them because you don't want to go to HR chain. Find out. I hate confrontation. Okay. That's, that is the issue. People hate confrontation, and they think that by confronting others, you are going to make a condemnation. And those are two different things. And I want to show you the difference between those two things. It's intention. Intention. That is the difference between confronting people and condemning people. I am confronting everybody, every listener. I confront you because my intention is that you wake up, that you say, you are right, Lord. I need to change. I need to confront you with the truth, see the truth, see the word of God. And you say, I got to do something about it. Because the intention is that you reflect, that you change. Remember, to learn is to change. Say with me. To learn is to change. One more time. To learn is to change. That is the intention of a confrontational message. That condemnation is different. Condemnation is like saying to somebody here, you know, uh, you do this. And you do that. And you do this, and you do that. You suck. You are going to hell. You see, the intention in that particular example is bad. The Lord didn't call us to be condemning anybody. But yes, he confronts us with the reality of our lives. And you should do the same. Go to HR and ask them, listen, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to create any issue here but i want to know i heard about this extra hundred dollars for the last six months i have not uh, asked much but i you know the pastor said that last sunday and i think i gotta do something about it and you know what i made a deal that day when he was given the example he said that i should give a portion to the church uh, <laughs> and also that i should take him out to a good steak dinner oh <laughs> Oh, friends. Nothing wrong with being confrontational. But remember what the scripture says. It says, kind words are like honey. They are easy to accept and good for your health. You're going to confront someone. Even though your intention could be good, you need to deliver the message the best possible way. Correct? All right. Remember the difference is intention. Intention. Proverbs 19:8. Be a friend to yourself. Isn't it encouraging that part of the verse? Be a friend to yourself. So let me ask you the question. Are you friend to yourself? Are you good to yourself? Do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you do good things for yourself? Well, you should. You should. It's a commandment. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and then love the neighbor as you love yourself. You have to love yourself in order to love the neighbor. So be a friend to yourself. Do all you can to be rich. Is that what the scripture says? No. Be Successful. Is that what the scripture says? No. It says, do all you can to be what? To be wise. To be wise. Which takes us again to the definition. What is wisdom? The beginning of the wisdom is what? The beginning of wisdom is? The fear of the Lord. That's the beginning. That's the step number one. To be wise, the step number one is to fear the Lord. That's why you stop doing what is wrong. The beginning of the Lord is wisdom. But wisdom itself is the ability to make the right decision. That is wisdom. You have the wisdom to make the right decision. What is the right thing in this case? Right? So be wise. And then here the scripture declares how, get this guys, how you can be wise and it says try hard to what to understand try hard to understand because many people and perhaps you friend you are troubled you are considering many things and you don't know what to do in certain situations. The main, the main thing is you need to understand what is going on so you will be wise so i need to understand and we all know that the first thing to understand is to listen right we all know that if you don't listen the story when there is an issue you know there are always two sides of the story you need to hear both sides to understand what happened right to understand and then you will be rewarded i'm gonna give you four steps guys that will lead you to learn how to understand Anything and everything, whatever is what you do, this formula will work for you, will work for you if you are a politician, it's going to work for you, if you are an inventor, it's going to work for you, if you are a scientist, it's going to work for you, if you are a a professor, PhD kind of guy is going to work for you. If you are a redneck, it's going to work for you. If you are a chef, it's going to work for you. If you are an oil worker, oil field worker, is going to work for you. If you are a teenager, it's going to work for you. If you are rich or poor, it's going to work for you. Understanding, those are the four steps. It's going to work. Whatever is the problem, the first thing, you need to pray about it. Because you will acknowledge that you need help from the good Lord. You have to be humble. Follow the Lord. What is the thing that you want to do? What is the challenge you have right now? The first thing you pray, dear Lord. Pray out loud. Remember, I said that to you. Pray out loud, dear Lord. I have this situation. I have this equipment and I really don't know how this works. I have this Machinery, and I have no idea how this works, how this operates. My supervisor told me to do this thing in this place. I have no clue about that. I don't know. Please, Lord, help me. Step number one, pray. Then you are going to start looking for people that know about that thing, and you will ask them. It's very simple. You call that individual and say, hey, Pete, how you doing? Here's Jim. Hey, Jim, what's up? Pete, I have a trouble here. <laughs> this is a kind of a challenge. You know, uh, you work with this equipment, FG-JKL 25-7 Supreme version, right? Yes. Okay, well, I have one, but it's not the, it's not the Supreme version. It's the, the old-fashioned version. Can you help me with that? no man no sorry i can't help you do you know who can help me uh, maybe martin can help you do you have martin's phone number mm, maybe if you like give me a call in a couple of days let's see if i can find martin's number okay 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 Do do you have any idea where else can I find something like that? You know what? What if you go to the chamber of uh, blah, 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 and find out if they have, I think they have a library there. Maybe they have some manuals for the old-fashioned version. Yeah, you're right. Step number two, ask those who know. Be humble well I don't know how to fix this thing but I can ask I mean how difficult is to ask and then you go to second person third person etc you have all that and then you collect all your information and you are going to study step number three study everything that you have collected about that particular project and you need to take your time to study let's go back to the scripture Listen, try, what is the word that it says here? Hard, try hard. But here's the problem. I'm going to give you an example how quickly people give up. Somebody yells, hey mom, do you know where I can find the the special oil? Uh, The olive oil, I'm going to make a special salad for you. The extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, it's in the kitchen. Uh, Go to next to the microwave. Underneath the microwave, there are two cabinets. On the right side, there is one with a drawer. There is a little jar. Huh? Yes, I just told you. Go to the kitchen where the microwave is. Underneath, there are two cabinets. Go to the one on the right. There are two drawers. One has the jar. Okay. The person is already thinking, this is just too much. I just want to make a salad. Why she has to make it so difficult? (laughs) Drawing himself to the kitchen. Goes to the microwave did you say close to to what the microwave ah and you know the story no salad he decided just to go and grab two hamburgers listen be a friend to yourself do all you can to be wise try hard to understand try hard do not give up so quickly so easily let's go to the four steps you pray you ask you don't give up because the two first phone calls didn't get you any results You keep looking for someone, will give you the answer, and then you study hard, hard. You take all the information and you study hard, try hard. And once you got all that, and then the final step is to try. You need to make effort into that. You know what I have found? This formula, I have applied it in many places to many people, guys that are engineers, members of my church. I told them this formula, I explained to them the secrets of this process. Entrepreneurs, doctors, nurses, lawyers, guys working in different fields. And right now, I just did it again. The Lord gave me the blessing with a guy that is learning a particular software for music. And I gave them the example. I I, I show them exactly this and every single time works. When the person finally realizes I have to try hard to understand, do not give up. Mom, come and get the olive oil, please. No. Try hard. Try hard. Because when you do that, then is when you will receive what? The reward. All these people that I'm telling you, all of them, at the end when they fight and fight and fight and fight and fight for what they want, what they want to do, and they follow the process, when they get the result, You know, I have seen those faces, mama. They come to me with a big smile and they say, Gian, I got it. I got it. Mom, I made it. A salad with virgin olive oil. Are you proud of me, mom? Whatever the project the Lord is giving you, you have to try hard. Do not give up. You say, I gotta try. I couldn't find it here, I will go to somewhere else. He didn't answer, somebody else will. Because then is when you get the reward. Unfortunately, we know that some people, they just don't have the strength to do that. And if you are one of those I want to encourage you, read with me this passage. I'm closing with this psalm, Psalm 84. But read here the verse number 4. Great blessings belong to those who live at your temple. They continue to praise you. When you do your best and still you don't get the results, don't feel frustrated. Because if you just Keep doing what you are doing, and you get close to the Lord. Those who live at the temple of the Lord. And you know that doesn't mean this building. The temple is the, the place where the presence of God is. It, it could be anywhere when, where you are worshiping Him. Those are the great blessings for each one of you just by being close to the Lord and continue praising him. Lord, I, I haven't found the solution still. I like the idea of what they are saying, but I haven't done that before. But I praise you, Lord. You, you somehow will provide for me that solution. The Lord Jesus gave his life for you. The question is, will you live for him? You remember what we read at the beginning? It says, the true follower stops thinking about himself. The true follower says, it's not what I want for me. The true follower is the one who gives his, heart to, his whole heart to the Lord and says, I want to live for you, Lord. My life for you. If this is the time for you to give your life to the good Lord, I'm going to invite you. Repeat these words with me. Dear God, I acknowledge my sin. I acknowledge that I need you, Lord. Please come and wash my sins away with the power of the blood of your son, Jesus. And I open my heart openly. The the door of my heart is wide open for you. Come and dwell in me. Send your Holy Spirit seal me with your Holy Spirit so I have eternal life in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Let me read for you this beautiful passage in Psalm 84, verse 10. It says, One day in your temple, is better than a thousand days anywhere else. Serving as a guard at the gate of my God's house is better than living in the homes of the wicked. It doesn't matter how little the job that we have in church is, it's better always than being in the houses of people. People that today may be drinking at this time of the day getting high, drunk, whatever. But they are homes of wicked. It's better to be in the house of the Lord. Verse 11, The Lord God is our protector and glorious King. He blesses us with kindness and honor. The Lord freely gives every good thing to those who do what is right. And that is the promise for you. If you do the right thing, if you do the right thing, he will give you every every good thing that you need in your life. Lord, all powerful. Great blessings belong to those who trust in you. That's why we all can say it together, right guys? I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. This year, I will become more spiritual. are nothing but with you Lord we are complete in Jesus name thank you Lord you Lord you Lord thank you so much friends for coming up to church today it was a pleasure to have you here and for our viewers and listeners many blessings go with the peace of our good Lord In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a beautiful Sunday.